Koinonia, a place of encounter with the Holy Spirit and transformation by the principles of God's kingdom. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Wave your hands to Jesus. Just give him all the praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Please give him praise. Father, we thank you. It is an honor and a privilege to be in your presence. Thank him for the grace to be among the living. The times that we live in have taught us again the value of life. Thank him because you are alive, celebrating the goodness of God following online all the overflows the main auditorium with hands lifted let us bless the name of the lord we thank you we lay to heart to give you thanks we do not take the gift of your mercy for granted you have been good to us you have been faithful we are saying faithful are you Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. We are singing, Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. We are singing. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful One more time. We are singing. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. Jesus, for your grace, for your goodness, for your power, we remain ever thankful. No man can do these things except the Lord be with him. We thank you for your presence and we thank you for tonight. Bless our hearts, O oh God, and let Jesus be glorified. Amen and amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Amen and amen. Again, for those who were not here yesterday, it's good to be around with us again. Please, let's bless the Lord for our father and his dear wife, Pastor Tula, and our mother. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. Such an honor to have you around. Blessings of grace again for all who are connecting with us and joining for the first time tonight. Just two quick functions, and then we'll get to the word We'll be doing for a few minutes very quickly, um, dedicating our wonderful children. We'll do this in the next five to ten minutes, and then we'll get straight to the word. So very quickly, I will invite the parents. Please, no dancing, just walk straight to the altar. Just come and stand as soon as you hear your name straight 
have to redeem the time in the name of Jesus please help me celebrate um, Lawrence Uja Ame and his lovely wife dedicating their son celebrate them celebrate Olushola Emmanuel Odegbile celebrate them as they come celebrate Solomon Emmanuel and his wife blessing and finally celebrate blessed blessed Baba and Alice are they here Hallelujah. We bless him for his faithfulness. Nada ukaka sunanka ubaingi chika isaya ko na kirma masunanka ubaingi chika nada ukaka sunanka. One more time, let's thank God for them. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We've said it again and again, please help me, that child dedication and any dedication at all is proof of humility. In this case, humility on the path of the parents. The Bible says children are a heritage from the Lord, not just products of a man and a woman. Parents are only gateways and caretakers. Take note. Parents are only gateways and caretakers. When you become the owner of the child, you become responsible for the bills. You become responsible for the upkeep. But when you are a caretaker, you can stand as a faithful steward and allow the owner to take care of what is his. Are we together now? Generally speaking, you have been taught that in this kingdom, owners are rebels. We do not own anything. We only are privileged to have access and moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful so these ones have come before god and before his people to dedicate their children and um before we issue certificates we'll just identify who is who i apologize ordinarily we should give them one one or two minutes to say something but if we decide to do that now do we do it they know they will break the promise so some are being honest some are saying yes sir look we know that if we allow you to give testimonies for some of you it was a miracle for some of you against what doctor said and we're here to celebrate you in any case we may not be able to allow you have the testimonies but let's just identify them quickly um 
Melchizedek Ikocho. Am I right? This gentleman is ready to live for a very long time. In the name of Jesus Christ. Just to identify them, this is a son, and we bless God for the family. This is um, the baby for Solomon and Emmanuel. We have Laurencia Hannah blessed. Laurencia is a female for the blessed family. And then Joshua Idango Lawrence. This is the giant Joshua Idango Lawrence male. Joshua Iyanu Olua. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm going to call on our daddy and our mommy just to maybe one or two words of advice and then they will lead us as we pray and then we'll issue the certificate. Please let's honor our father, Pastor Tula, and our mother. Mommy, please, you're welcome. Let's celebrate them as they come. We're a house of honor. Oh, dear. Okay, you just stay where you are, mommy. Please stay where you are. I sincerely apologize. We'll reach out with the mic there. Let her just relax there. Please sit, mommy. Please sit. We'll reach you there with the, with the mic. Please be seated. God bless you. Thank you, sir. Um, congratulate you all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Um, children are growing in stages. And every stage has its own challenge. But whatever you see in a child, trust God. Children are very special. They are gifts from God. And the Bible says the gifts of the Lord make it rich. And no sorrow is attached to it. So God has given you a gift. And it depends on how you handle the gift of God. And I pray that God will help you. That you handle the gift of God with the fear of the Lord. You don't live with a child just as my spiritual leader says. That you don't live with a child, but you train a child. Just like the train, it moves, the head moves, and the body follows. So your character, what you speak, and everything you do, that is what children learn very fast. So I pray God will give you the grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Not one of them should train the child. The two of you, both of you should train the child. Now, when the child discovers that the father is a bit soft, and the mother is a bit hard, they would rather prefer the father than the mother. But when the two of you come together and hold your hands and say, this is your gift, father. No sorrow is attached to you. The Lord will honor his word in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, please, I want you to pray for these families. Pray for these families. Thank God for the gifts of children. The Bible says children are like arrows in the hand of a young man. Like arrows, once you shoot a child, it will go. A arrow does not return. That's what the Bible says, train of a child in the way it should go. And when he grew up, he will never depart from it. Pray for the grace of God upon their lives. Pray for the grace of God. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you. Give you the glory for this ones. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for saving delivering. May your name be lifted in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, sir.
bless the name of the Lord. Now, because of our mother, I wanted to make sure that at least her hands come on your children. So what will happen is that when we pray one by one, please make sure that mama's hand is on the children. Praise the Lord. So you're going to go this way and just let her lay her hands in the name of Jesus Christ. Even as our father has prayed, we issue this certificate so that the children know that they were not dedicated to idols. Remember, we agreed yesterday that it is written so it cannot be changed. It matters, it matters that our children know who they were dedicated to. Because some of you were dedicated to idols and even though you were not given physical certificates, the, the legal operation in, their, in our life showed that somebody gave them authority. And we are a generation that have spiritual intelligence. Most times, people think dedication is just a church ritual and people come and dance. Nothing wrong with that. But at the end of it, the revelation is not there. It was the custom, listen carefully, it was the custom of believers in those days that every time God did something, they would build history around it. You read Moses and, and you know the children of Israel. When your children ask you what led to this, you will tell them, this is what happened. So tomorrow if these children see this certificate and they say, Daddy, what is this? You say, sit down. This means you were dedicated to the Lord God Almighty. And that for the rest of your life, you will serve the God of your parents. In the name of Jesus Christ. We have prayed for them. Very quickly, we will issue um, the certificates. I will lay hands on them too. Now, um, this is a certificate of dedication to certify that Joshua Iyanu Olua Odegbile, who was born on Thursday, 27th of May, 2021, was dedicated to God on Friday, 16th July, 2021, here at Koinonia, in the presence of his father, Olushola Emmanuel, and the mother, Ibukum Olubukola. We dedicate this child in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. May you grow to become like the prince in the palace it must be well with you you go from glory to glory and from grace to grace and i stand by the privilege of priesthood i declare that this child is blessed the parents are blessed in jesus name congratulations thank you you just keep standing when we're done this is a certificate of dedication to certify that Melchizedek, ha, what's the name? Melchizedek, you are to go to. All right, so you had it. Ekocho, is that true? God's love, beautiful name. Born on Saturday, 25th July, 2020. Was dedicated to God today, Friday, 16th July, 2021, in the presence of his father. Solomon Emmanuel and the mother blessing Solomon here at Koinonia I decree and declare that Melchizedek is blessed in Jesus name we dedicate him in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and we declare by the privilege of priesthood that this boy goes from glory to glory you are blessed in the name of Jesus we release you as a blessing to your generation your father is blessed your mother is blessed 
you will not be raised by a widow you will not be raised by a widower in the name of jesus your parents will grow old with you and teach you the ways of the lord in jesus name i pray congratulations This is a certificate of dedication to certify that Laurencia Hannah Blessed, who was born on Friday, 28th February, 2020, was dedicated to God on Friday, 16th July, 2021, here at Koinonia, in the presence of his father, Blessed Baba, and mother, Alice Blessed, in the name of Jesus, we declare your daughter blessed and dedicated in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we pray that she will be like Deborah. She will be like Esther. She will be like Ruth. In the name of Jesus Christ, she will be a woman of virtue and power. I declare that the resources to take care of this girl is released upon the parents. In Jesus' name, she will go from grace to grace in the name of jesus christ for the parents we declare that you will not bury your daughter in the name of jesus christ she will live long and strong she will fulfill the fullness of her days in the name of jesus the son of the living god congratulations thank you finally this is a certificate of dedication to certify that joshua idango Lawrence was born on Monday 20th July 2020 was dedicated to God on Friday 16th July 2021 here at Koinonia in the presence of his father Uja Lawrence Ame and the mother Onome Lawrence we decree and declare Joshua you are dedicated in the name of the father the son and the Holy Spirit we declare that you will grow to become a champion in your generation. We declare that you will serve the God of your father and your mother. And that all the days of your life, you will never do anything twice to succeed. We declare that you rise above your contemporaries. May the Lord give you speed in life. You will be a son of consolation to your parents. And we declare by the Spirit, even as we dedicate you, you will be the first but not the only. In the name of Jesus Christ. Congratulations. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. So I congratulate every one of you. The Lord bless you. The Lord honor you. Give your children the best. And um, I pray that years after now, you will not regret having these children. I use them as a point of contact for those trusting God for the fruit of the womb, following online and here. We declare that any power that has fought fruitfulness in your life, in the name of Jesus, let it be destroyed now. We are like a fruitful vine, a well-watered garden, and we use this for as a point of contact to speak and declare fruitfulness over the house. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will not give birth for sorrow. In Jesus' name I pray. Congratulations to you also. Please, you go to Mama. Let her just lay her hands and you'll be back to your seat. Let's celebrate them, Koinonia. Amen.
just to also quickly announce that um, for all the workers, remember that tomorrow we're having a workers retreat. Time is 8 a.m. on the dot right here at CGC. Um, we'll be finishing about 12.31 because there's a program here. So please, all workers, 8 is when we're starting, not when you come. Obtain grace and strength from God tonight so that you can put your house in order. And please, let's be here 8 on the dot so that we can have the time to pray and have a most refreshing time in God's presence. Have you been blessed so far? Ask the Lord to give you an encounter tonight in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and declare by the Spirit of the living God. Are you praying? praying. Give me a visitation, oh God. Fill me up till I overflow. I want to run over. I want to run over. Fill me up until I contemplated so many things that I would share tonight um, I really I really wanted to talk very strongly along the lines of the end times the current happenings the current events and culminating to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ but then if I'm to teach on this it will have to be a series and because of the sensitive nature it is dangerous to give half truth on this wise and not complete it and so we may leave that for another time but generally speaking it is very important one one of the assignments of a minister of the gospel is to help people interpret the times hallelujah it's important that believers understand the times and to know what they ought to do like the sons of Issachar. The Bible says the sons of Issachar, men who had an understanding of the times, they knew what Israel ought to do. Not knowing the times can cost you a lot. Hallelujah. 
all kinds of things going on in our society from kidnappings to acts of terrorism the growth of witchcraft the decadence that is in society generally all of these things are messages there is something that is motivating this behavior jesus christ in matthew 24 just just to touch on it that's not what i'm teaching tonight but i just thought to just guide our minds tonight jesus began to talk about different things that will happen towards the end of times and he spoke about nation he says you will hear of wars and rumors of wars are we together that nation will rise against nation kingdom against kingdom right iniquity shall abound because um, the love of many will wax cold all of these are signs scattered towards the bible that show that we are approaching the end of times and let me tell you very honestly and very sincerely one day very soon jesus is going to come back he will he will come back if you are left behind the message is already clear because the bible says that we will hear the loud trumpet there will be a trumpet of an archangel and he will come his feet will not touch the earth no he will be suspended in the air and here's how it will work the dead in christ dead in christ means those who died um after they had given their hearts to jesus christ recipients of his life they will be the first god will give them that honor for dying in christ are we together they will be the first to rise then it says we who are alive and remain remain in what the faith we who are alive will meet with them will be caught up in the air and will leave this world and then there will be an unleashing of the mayhem of this godless system because when the light of the earth the light of the world and the salt of the earth departs there is nothing left except darkness is that true and the condition for heaven is your faith in the lord jesus christ you have to understand this everybody who is in hell today went to hell for one sin rejecting jesus rejecting jesus you can embrace church and reject jesus you can embrace a man of god and reject jesus i assure you you will go to hell praise the name of the lord this also should put a burden in our hearts for global evangelism you know most times when we talk about evangelism do you know sincerely our generation of believers do not truly even understand what evangelism is because most people who got born again respectfully speaking maybe within the last 10 years or 12 15 years most of them do not know what evangelism is there there, there were hardly programs that help them understand what evangelism is and the mistake we must take responsibility as ministers of the gospel because we turn evangelism from a global passion to see men saved to become an agenda to fill a church 
which is not wrong in itself but that is not the primary reason the motivation for evangelism is not to have increased membership the motivation for evangelism is to see souls saved like we often say that hell is depopulated and heaven populated of course when the people are saved they would not stay outside and so we bring them and the next thing becomes discipleship this is another concept that is hardly understood in the body of Christ discipleship the methodical approach to spiritual growth that helps believers to become men of stature and men of power most of what believers learn they learn it freelancing their ideas they learn prayer because they attended a prayer conference somewhere they learn fasting because one program came near their area and someone talked about fasting so they do not have it as a school where they learn so most of what we know today maybe we just attended conferences and picked one or two things but Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15 Jeremiah 3 15 please help us media let's work together this night Jeremiah 3 and verse 15 Jeremiah 3 and 15 it says I will give you pastors or shepherds according to my heart what is the assignment they shall feed you with knowledge and with understanding the primary assignment of a minister of the gospel to believers to unbelievers is evangelism so winning but to believers discipleship equipping and maturing the saints through the ministry of the word and the ministry of the spirit these are the only channels for building believer any believers anything you employ other than the word and the spirit prayer of course fasting and all these things are derivatives of the word and the spirit are we together now so it matters that everybody does the work of an evangelist it matters that people are saved through your life no matter who gets a breakthrough a healing a miracle in and through your life if they are not saved you did not give them their greatest need i will again remind you we'll keep reciting it until it becomes a stronghold in our minds that the greatest need of an unbeliever is what salvation anywhere you see an unbeliever his greatest need is not just counseling his greatest need is not just prosperity or miracles there are even unbelievers that look for impartation he's jumping too many classes it starts with salvation are we together the greatest need of an unbeliever is salvation the greatest need of a believer is transformation and transformation happens through discipleship the cost content of that discipleship is what the Bible calls doctrine doctrine is the cost curriculum that builds believers and brings transformation to them what is transformation the process that makes you like Christ in experience his character and his thinking his character and his thinking not his thinking alone can I tell you this effective living is a product of effective thinking most times we get it wrong when we try to manage people in the body of Christ the real problem is the strongholds until the strongholds are deconstructed you will never be able to have people who live effectively 
and then the greatest need for of a transformed believer is empowerment what is empowerment and engracing upon the person that enables him to represent the purposes of God effectively the greatest need of a transformed believer is humility and character because that is what will sustain you as you begin to make impact learn these things these are doctrines these are truths that make you mature so that as soon as you see believers you can help them any category at all you now become useful as far as kingdom is kingdom come is concerned when you see an unbeliever you know even if you are praying for the person you know what to pray for when you see believers you can find many believers who are like the believers in acts chapter um 18 like apollos right the bible says he was a great man valiant in scripture but he knew only the baptism of john so the person is saved but he's limited just like many of us we come from different backgrounds and we've been taught all kinds of things by different mentorship systems it is up to us to come to god with hearts opened father search my heart everything i have learned that is not correct i'm not ashamed take it away from my life and replace it with truths that can make me rise and become all that i am because you see um what you eat determines who and what you become is that true yes there are children who become malnourished and when doctors diagnose them they tell you it's not necessarily they are not sick they are suffering from something called malnutrition either they don't eat at all or they eat um, they don't eat balanced diet is that true they taught us in biology that there's something called balanced diet how many classes of food do we have six and they were taught meticulously that if for any reason you ignore any of them there will be a side effect that's how it is spiritually spiritual things are not difficult to learn you have already learned the physical expression of them if you can understand biology if you can understand science you see that that means if you are malnourished spiritually or there is an imbalance in the way you are behaving the problem largely is food there must be something you are taking you see that and now medicine has advanced to teach us that as you transit and get to certain age ranges they even begin to advise you on food cut down on this is that true cut down on that cut down on this because at this level you don't need too much of this again you need to focus on this you intend to live long this is what you focus on that's how it is also spiritually see if you get to a point where you receive anointing impartation let me tell you why there is a lot of misbehavior in the body of Christ. Many people are not, they are not guided towards their assignments. They just keep receiving impartation. These people are full of power. They want to do something with it. And there's nothing to be done with it. The average usher has the anointing that is so powerful for a general overseer. That person will not sit there in one place. Because the assignment of the anointing is to force you. To do something for the kingdom are you seeing now but now you are so full of that grace but you are not taught destiny you are not taught purpose so you will have to start looking for a way of finding expression 
and this is how satan deceives people it matters that believers are holistically taught to be powerful to be men of stature teaching precedes impartation please those of us who are ministers of the gospel here listen carefully don't be in a hurry to just lay hands on people oh you are this teaching precedes impartation impartation comes to give empowerment to the things you have learned that you are now about to live out look at jesus look at the ratio of teaching to impartation from jesus's ministry how many times was there an impartation relative to teachings even when he resurrected he said gentlemen i'm still because of you i will delay myself 40 more days i need to teach you some things you don't know until they learned it he now said you go and wait now the holy ghost can come upon you the holy spirit came upon them and they became infernos of fire because they were taught at the level that most of us are in life and in destiny the truth is that our major assignment at this level of life is transformation i will keep telling you this most of what we should do at this level is transformation transformation takes a very long time you would think you have gotten it until you are tested you see that ah i didn't quite get it i thought i had gotten it it takes time it takes time do you know why because say for instance say you are 30 years and you got born again when you were 25 it took you 25 years of error imbalance sometimes witchcraft demonic attack and demonic activities to construct your understanding in as much as the word of god is powerful the administration of it is line upon line precepts upon precepts i'm telling you you'll be surprised that five years may not be enough to deconstruct the wrong things you know that transformation does not just start with new ideas first the first thing that happens is deconstructing what is wrong and most times you will not agree with the holy ghost this is what makes it difficult you will argue and argue god has to start showing you ways in fact many times god has to step back and allow you use that mindset and fail with it and then you will now be broken and say god this thing is not working you said this is what i was telling you five years ago why did you allow five years before you will learn you would have just trusted me are you seeing why it's difficult for many believers to be transformed because the hardness and the pride of the heart of man will not easily bow to the things of god so god will be saying look this way will not take you there but most times we will push and push and push then you find out that what i thought was the financial formula is not it what i thought was the secret to power is not it what i thought was the secret to manifesting the gifts of god is not it so the bible says to receive with meekness so meekness accelerates your transformation because you don't wait until your own experience punishes you you learn from the scripture trusting the holy ghost are we together praise the name of the lord so this is very important there are things that we need to know our society today let me tell you this my brothers and my sisters 
our society today is a reflection of many things the end time like i said once but can i be honest with you on further probe our society is proof that there is something about the gospel and the kingdom that we have not gotten right the prevalence of evil the decadence in our society is showing that there is a major loophole that was neglected for a long time and now the devil is using it to destroy us where does poverty come from where does attack come from go and read what the bible says that you are tempted by the loss that is already there it's not something that just came where is wickedness where does it come from all of these things that destroy society they come because there is fundamentally a problem with the kind and the quality of doctrine that we receive so to really solve the problem it's not just government now government may have their role it's not even just um maybe individuals around the real problem is that we must re-examine what we are teaching this has been my message for a long time what we are teaching is the same thing as someone in the kitchen cooking it matters what you are eating there are mistakes that will not show immediately some of those mistakes will show only when you marry there are mistakes that will not show immediately it will only show when you have children there are mistakes that will not show now it will only show when you get a job there are mistakes that you may be making but there are people who are covering it for instance some of us may be making a lot of financial mistakes but we have loved ones who are covering it so you think it's your faith that is working is the day you now stand alone you find out that what you have been calling faith is not faith Be careful what you call light lest it be darkness is god helping us there are things we need to learn and there are things we need to know and tonight i don't just want to start praying for the sick and doing an impartation so that you will receive it is very the bible says in the latter times many will not endure sound doctrine sound doctrine is something that must be endured it is inconveniencing sound doctrine the truths that make people powerful i am grateful to god in my own life personally for the grace that he granted to pay attention to these things there is no body who is learning and preparing for olympic or preparing for sports who tells you he's laughing every day go and watch champions as they exercise but their tears will not stop the coach he will say look you are crying but keep moving just keep moving Ah, i'm tired i will not even do this thing again you encourage you and say keep moving but the day you lift that trophy you will turn and look at the same coach and he will tell you i told you if you keep listening that's what is happening to many of you you may weep but he won't stop till you look just like him you may cry but he won't stop till your life just like him God is raising man of power in this place. God is raising people of wisdom in this place. He won't stop. He won't stop till you lose.
Let me tell you this, sit down. There are four mistakes or four areas that if believers do not train people to understand, territorially speaking, they will remain slaves forever. Number one, the area of spiritual empowerment and godliness. The moment this area is ignored, in the training process of believers they will become slaves forever why because we excel in this kingdom based on our understanding our spiritual illumination and our partnership with the holy spirit please pay attention four areas work with me number one is spiritual illumination spiritual illumination spiritual illumination we need high level spiritual intelligence backed up by a rich fellowship with god fellowship that is bigger than ministry bigger than signs and wonders your love and your debt for god must exceed money exceed titles spiritual conviction there will always be trouble in any society where the love of the believers over about God and the things of God is passive. Are we together? Yes. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Not because I'm the pastor. I know that every time I go, they go from strength to strength. As many as appear before the Lord in Zion. When the devil wants to turn believers over a territory into slaves, he sends the spirit of carelessness and lukewarmness. And the love of many over the things of God will grow cold. Passion to go to the house of God. I will listen. Passion to go through the spiritual routine that keeps your fire consistent starts going down. Can I assure you, any territory that allows their spiritual fire to go down, it's only a matter of time. The devil is not stupid. He will not attack you when your fire is going down. You will quickly repent and come back. He will wait until you keep going down. Just keep going down. Just keep going down. And then one day he will come with a brutal attack. And it will take the grace of God and the corporate grace of the body to keep you. Are we together? No matter what we teach believers, we must... Taylor make our teaching to address their spiritual lives, their spiritual needs. Love for God, passion for Him, and the desire to live for Him, to exalt Him above everything, to exalt Him above everyone, to exalt Him above education, above money, above titles, above destiny. Jesus, number one. No matter what you are teaching, if it's not drawing people to Jesus, that means the average person in Koinonia here, if we pick you inside any overflow, we should be able to look at your life and on further examination, we should find out. It's not only the leaders who should be on fire. If it's only the leaders who, who are on fire, it's just that is just hypocrisy. Are we together? Your spiritual life. There has to be a representation 
in the gospel that strengthens people knowledge and empowerment any society that ignores the spiritual life of the believers and their spiritual improvement because you can be born again but there are things you need to know you need to understand the principles of prayer you need to know how to engage the word of god you need to understand doctrine the ministry of the blood the ministry of the word the ministry of the holy spirit the gifts of the spirit purpose and destiny you need to understand this you need to understand spiritual warfare understand the organogram of the satanic kingdom the strategy of satan and how he afflicts men you need to understand your right in christ your identity the reality of your oneness these are truths that if you do not know you may be born again but you will live like you are not born again an heir for as long as he's a child Look at me believers, if I talk to you now and I say run with me and tell me the curriculum, what you have passed through now that I should recommend for someone, what will you tell me? Mention the topics. Let's assume I just got born again and I'm meeting you for the first and the last time and I say please list for me a few topics that I need. Can you do it? If you are not doing it then you are not growing. Can you really know something and not be able to explain it? No, sir. Are you seeing that? What do you know about prayer? What do you know about warfare? What do you know about the Holy Spirit? What do you know about your right and your authority in Christ? Paul took the book of Ephesians. All the six chapters in Ephesians. Listen carefully. The Gospels talk about the synoptic accounts. They talk about Jesus, his earthwork, and the Gospel largely talks of redemption. And then when we get to the book of Acts, Acts of the Apostles, we now get to the epistles. The epistles largely is a discipleship manual. The entire epistles, one topic on forgiveness, on character, moral excellence on spirituality on the anointing on the holy spirit on this and that on managing conflict between believers on managing you know all kinds of things family life paul began to address these things this is why the believers were matured because those teachings you see even though paul would do it in one city he would say let this letter also reach this city and that city they need this information When Satan wants to attack you, I've taught you this, he writes a list of what you know and what you don't know. And he builds his attack out of your ignorance. Jesus said, Satan cometh to me and does not find anything. That means if he finds something, that's what he's going to use to build the system of attack over your life. Are we blessed? I give you an instance. There are very few believers who know and understand that a believer within a territory has power and the prophetic advantage to keep the spiritual climate of that territory free from the onslaught of darkness. Not many believers know this. Not many believers know that if you are within a territory, you can stop the activities of darkness. This is priesthood. If you are not taught, you will not know. And when Satan sees that there is a loophole, he will now begin to ship all kinds of attacks and destroy you. It's in the Bible. Go and read your Bible where single individuals stop evil over territories. Have you read that in your Bible? Yes, sir. Look at what he told Abraham. 
if I can find these righteous people, I will not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Will I want to do something and not tell my friend Abraham? It's in the Bible. But if you do not know, a husband can have his wife and children and fold his arms while the devil comes and has a convocation over his family. And many people say, hey, yeah, well, we don't know. It has to do with teaching. How shall they hear except there be a preacher? And how will there be a preacher except he be sent? So, spiritual life. You get what we are discussing now? Four things I said that if a territory, if the spiritual, if the spiritual communications within that territory does not address these areas, there will be serious fatality in the lives of the people as individuals and territorially speaking. Number two, if believers do not mature, if men of God do not mature believers in the area of leadership and kingdom governance, leadership and kingdom governance. Leadership and kingdom governance Governance beyond the church wall For a very long time Believers have been told That there's none of their business As far as the area of leadership The area of governance is concerned The consequence is what we are facing today Are we together? There must be representations In the area of leadership And governance that means we must trust God to mature believers and train and raise people who excel, command, tear some results that grant them access to the corridors of power so that they being there can defend the interests and the purposes of God. Otherwise we can be praying in tongues and throwing one another left, right and center and one single policy will completely destroy the program of God. Someone say God forbid. Pay attention to what I'm saying. Otherwise, these are our precious children we dedicated. May it not be that a day will come when these children will never have the opportunity to serve God. Look at the things that happen in our society today. I believe with all my heart that under certain correct conditions, it is not as difficult as it looks. God just needs to find men who can represent his purposes. Not just by praying in tongues alone, communicating the intelligence of the spirit, translating it into policies that, that reflect the character of the kingdom and bring the well-being of people. Our society should not only have preachers, our society must have leaders. Heads of business. What is the advantage of leadership? Influence. What is the advantage of leadership? Access. Are we blessed? Why did the nation of Israel survive? Because of one man, Joseph. Everybody say Joseph. Read your Bible. This is, this is doctrine. Joseph went through all that he went through. So that he would be next to pharaoh and pharaoh said it is only in leadership that i will be above you but as far as policy formulation is concerned as far as executing anything i leave egypt to you look at the intelligence of the spirit ruling egypt even though egypt was not a place that called upon the name of the lord but because one person who represented the purposes of god was in egypt he interpreted a dream and saved Egypt from hunger. A time came the whole earth was hungry. When you read Genesis 42 from verse 1 and 2. You will see a very interesting statement there. The hunger began to power.
around all over the world and even prophet Jacob was feeling the heat Genesis 42 now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt Jacob said to his sons why do we look upon one another that's what people do when they have no solutions they keep looking at one another aimlessly next verse and he said behold I have heard that there is corn in Egypt get you down thither and buy for us from thence that we may live and not die if Joseph decided and said there's none of my business all I know is I love Jesus Christ he would have died and gone to heaven is that true but then Egypt would have perished my brothers and my sisters the kingdom gospel we must bring to believers must cater for their spiritual lives help them to know the Lord but we must have a representation in government it was the house of assembly in Daniel's days that noticed that this man was excelling because the spiritual life was okay but the Bible says Daniel had an excellent spirit and because of an excellent spirit there was no nothing that could be brought against him and he was promoted is that true and they found out that the secret to his excellence was his spiritual communication Satan did not come and appear as a masquerade and say you Daniel you are about to know me mm -mm. Satan came through government and they sat down in a parliament and said we want to pass a bill and that bill says for the next 30 days nobody should call upon any god except the king who were they targeting but they did not mention daniel in, in parliament they mentioned it as an intelligent bill to make sure they keep the sovereignty of the king but in the realm of the spirit it was satan the spirits of the medics and the patients moving through people unfortunately there were no enough believers there to defend the interest so the bill was passed when the bill was passed prayer was still on but danger was on its way coming Daniel's survival was based on his personal relationship if he did not know God and he didn't have that light those lions would tear him into pieces he would still go to heaven but they would tear him on earth are we, are we learning something here the king was a good man he loved Daniel but because there was a governmental system he had to submit to notice as soon as those guys passed the bill they said let's start observing Daniel that was the target and Daniel said me I will keep serving my God the moment they caught him praying they said this is it king remember you sign your ring is on this we have caught this man please go and throw him and the king said ah what do I do now this is how good people who are few will keep regretting because in their presence evil will keep being passed that is punishing believers because we have not taught believers that it must be beyond the church wall the territorial dimension of kingdom advance must be captured in our messages and it includes leadership and governance we need believers in government political leadership everywhere so that the purposes of God can be protected are we blessed the third thing the third mistake the third area that if ignored if our gospel does not seek to train and raise people in that area 
there will be serious trouble untold fatality over the body of Christ economic empowerment hmm. you ignore the economy of any territory if the participants those who make sure bread gets to the table of people if they do not call upon the name of the Lord believers are in trouble every time you see Israel going to Egypt is hunger that took them there hunger is the only thing that takes Israel to Egypt Israel has no business having a relationship with Egypt but when hunger strikes even the prophet will march till he goes to Egypt are we blessed these are the things that God taught me and this is what we have been advocating for a long time do not ignore the economic empowerment of believers and empowerment does not start by doing business I taught you this already empowerment starts by transformation 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 mindsets many of us came from backgrounds backgrounds that do not allow people to rise listen please look at me don't feel insulted don't feel insulted don't feel insulted imagine with me that a man one of these are dear ones a young man in today's world are we together who has two or three or four children and all that comes to the person's salary, um, uh, what they call it, account per month is 20,000. He's a graduate. He went to school. He's gainfully employed. But simply because of the economic stand of the region where he found himself, what will 20,000 do as far as children are concerned? That guy can be born again. He can be filled with the Holy Ghost. He can love Jesus with all his heart. But sooner or later, you will see the danger of not being economically empowered. Can I tell you this? Look at what happens during election in these nations. We can shout and say this and that. We will stand for righteousness. By the time hunger comes, bags of salt, bags of, uh, um, uh, no, not what, rice, bags of, uh, uh, what they call that thing? Huh? Noodles. Well, why are you mentioning rice? Who did they give rice? Bags of noodles and the rest. Now, pay attention. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. And you will find out that in a heartbeat, people will compromise and say, please, whether I collect it or not, what will happen will happen. i rather collect my thing. Economic empowerment. Do you think the shipping now... All of these ammunitions that are shipped from pillar to post, left, right and center. Is it not the road they are passing? You think no, somebody is not aware? Oh, do not play with the God of gold. Mammon. Mammon. Do you know there are people who connive for them to kidnap their husbands? Have you heard that? That's what hunger can do. And yet when we say those things, say, don't worry, stand for Jesus, you are right. But let me tell you, history has shown us that hunger has a track record. Hunger has something it can do to you. You will be surprised the way your convictions will dwindle. Hunger has relocated people out of the will of God. Hunger has given people assignments that God did not give them. Every time you are serving God with all of your heart, something will happen to you. 
Caesar is going to come to you and say, you have time to serve God. Where is my tax? Look at Jesus. The moment you say, I'm spending time loving Jesus, expect Caesar. He's coming. And he will say, you claim you love God. You claim you're a good citizen. Where is your tax? So Jesus said, so that there is no trouble. Go, even though it's spirituality we are doing, but we know the value of economic empowerment, so that we don't have trouble with this government, because it's not just tax, they are looking for something else. Go to the fish, open the mouth, pick their coin, and give to them. This is the formula for peace in a territory that is godless. You must, while you worship God, keep Caesar's tax on the ground there. So when he comes, you say, pick your tax and go. Don't disrupt me. This is the key to being a peacemaker. That you must give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. And God, what belongs to God. I'm praying that you, you take seriously what I'm saying. And I'm praying that it's not after you have five children or after all your loved ones are sick and standing and waiting for you and you watch yourself helpless over a situation that can be treated for just 100,000. You watch someone's health deteriorate. You are praying, you are praying. You have not gotten to the spiritual level where your anointing can work. So you need medical help. It's painful to be limited by economy. It's better to be limited by ignorance. You know that, okay, I just don't know it. But that you know it, but you cannot obtain it. Your child is going to a school that is not making sense. They are teaching them nonsense. Their moral standards are dropping. You are seeing it. Returning and asking you questions that you cannot sleep as a parent. But you don't have money. There is a good school, godly school, where that child can be taught the values of the kingdom. But you ignore economy. You will find out that you have to make do with what is there. And one day it's that same child that will kill you. The economic empowerment. Read your Bible. Every nation that held the treasures controlled the then earth. Psalm 24. You see what makes God the Lord. He is not only... The owner of the earth, he is the owner of the fullness. The fullness talks of the resources that are in the earth. I made up my mind when God called me into ministry. I said, Lord, in addition to loving and knowing you with all my heart, and this I will do in life and in death, I pray that by your mercy, would it please you to open me up. When I started my work with God, seeing the economic dimension of kingdom advance was not something that I was taught. There was no priority there. But when God took me in a vision and opened me up and said, this is a dimension. Listen, these things were not just talking of personal benefit. We're talking of exalting Jesus across a territory. Are we together? Right now, look how unsafe our territories are it will cost you to secure your territory are you aware of that yes sir hmm. so number one your spiritual stance believers have to be strong they have to be empowered number two leadership and governance there has to be men and women 
who are empowered by the spirit of the living God to be able to stand strong and defend the cause of the kingdom and defend the betterment of the lives of people. We are not talking of just being fanatics. No. But bringing, importing the value system of the kingdom to bring societal transformation. Number three is economy. 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 By the privilege of God's grace and thank God for the little that we have been able to do to our territory helping to communicate and alleviate the pain in people using the power of economy i can tell you by the grace of god it has helped not only to improve the name of the lord jesus christ but to also bring the people to a covenant where they will protect and defend you with their lives whoever feeds you is the one you defend i hope you understand what i'm saying this is very important the last area if believers are not trained to understand this area there will be fatality as far as their living is concerned is the power of relationships hmm. you want to take jesus and defend the cause of the kingdom you will need that spiritual advantage you will need god represented in leadership and governance you will need a territory to have the level of economic empowerment that will give you a voice in fact i've not finished this economic thing ecclesiastes chapter 9 you can laugh but just pay attention that's what all i'm concerned about just pay attention to what i'm saying Verse 13. This wisdom I have seen also under the sun, and it seemed great to me. So, whatever you are about to learn is a lesson. The wisdom there is a lesson. The wisdom there is not what happened, it's the word of caution to us. Are we together? 14. There was a little city you can replace it with zaria and few men within it and there came a great king against it and beside it and built great bulwarks against it 15. now there was found in it a poor wise man what was found in that city among the many men who were few there was someone who was sincerely wise but was a poor wise man and he by his wisdom delivered the city yet no man remembered that same poor man he has exhausted the value of wisdom remain poverty no man remembered the same poor man next verse then i said in truth wisdom is better than strength i saw wisdom triumph over strength nevertheless christians read it is in the bible nevertheless the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard let me tell you what i am not saying look up 
I'm not initiating this craze for random carnal pursuit of material things for self-aggrandizement. This is not what I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you the role of economic empowerment as far as defending the name of Jesus is concerned and defending the cause of the kingdom within a civilization. It is more than personal needs. We are talking of kingdom come defended through the power of economy. This is what I'm teaching you. In truth, it will start with your own personal life, the quality of your personal life. No matter how many cars you have, no matter how many clothes, how many whatever, if the kingdom does not have a portion of strength and defense that comes through the corporate economy of the saints, we're in trouble. In many world religions, they teach and they know that there has to be a network are we together? A network that supplies financial resources for the defense of their spiritual convictions. This is a dimension that believers have not learned. We raise your banner high. We shine your light so bright. We sing in honor of you. Lord, we will raise your banner high. We shine your light so bright. We sing in honor of you. Nada o Now let's talk on relationships Relationships are very powerful Not just for your personal success But for kingdom advancement The Bible says two are better than one And it says a threefold cord Is not easily broken Look at me everyone The reason why when you make fire Using sticks the reason why the fire continues to blaze hot and can cook food in a very giant pot is because they are together. Each contributing there is a corporate strength that is coming from there. Now, remove one big coal, one big red hot coal. Just remove it out and leave it alone. Don't do anything. Watch what happens after 10 minutes. What will happen? This is how it is. Community living is the key to sustaining kingdom values. When the devil wants to destroy you, he isolates you. The moment you are alone, you are in trouble. Understanding relationships and understanding kingdom networks. This is the key to sustaining kingdom values. Relationships are very powerful. They can preserve a territory. This is how he taught Paul. He says, whenever you enter a city, was it Paul or Peter? He said, the first thing you should do is not to preach. The first thing when you enter a city is relationship. Go and find a man who is a man of peace. And if they receive you and connect to you, let your peace rest upon them. But if they reject you, he said, leave that city. 
go out of that city dusting your feet on the ground god will be a witness to you because you need relationship to be able to excel within that city when jesus came the first thing was not just healing and miracles alone he took out time and he started selecting people it was relationships first otherwise he would have wasted his gospel and died and gone to heaven and there's no basis for continuity many of us have not learned look at me we live in a world where people live as though money is everything my dear people hear me let me give you a powerful formula learn it early in life relationship is real wealth strategic kingdom relationships is real wealth the bible says in the multitude of men is a king's honor not the multitude of treasures war betides a man who cannot have a system of support to stand and help you in the time of need you don't have school fees for your child your child does not go to school you don't have food to eat there is nobody who can attend to you you are down spiritually there is nobody who can come and hold your hands and lift you relationships are powerful i have taught you this they are advantageous connections be fruitful means be relational because anything that is not relational cannot be fruitful biology has taught us that it takes the relationship between a husband and a wife to have a child a seed is that true it takes a relationship between a seed and the earth to have a tree not Nothing gives birth in isolation. Be fruitful means be relational. It takes your, a relationship between you and a destiny helper to excel. When God wants to bless you, He connects you to strategic, prophetic, mutually beneficial relationships that reflect your growth, that reflect your convictions, that reflect your future. Then you know God is helping you. Can I tell you this? Hear me, relationships matter. This is a world where relationships can make you or break you. If this thing is not taught the body of Christ, we'll be in trouble. It's the reason why very few believers rise. When relationship is selfish, I think they taught us this in uh, what course now? Biology, what course? symbiosis and all those kinds of things parasitic there is symbiosis and so on and so forth you read it already is that true is it not your relationship with the holy spirit that gives you power ignore him and want anointing and see what you will get ignore jesus and want heaven and see where else you will go to even hell is because of a relationship am i am i correct yes sir you go to hell because of a relationship relationships always move you somewhere whether it's a good place or not no one thing that the moment a relationship is introduced in your life you cease to remain at that level you either go higher or go down there is no being neutral Are you learning look at me there are many believers today and there are many churches within territories they do not have relationships with security forces 
they do not have security with judicial systems i mean um, relationship with judicial systems they do not have relationships with men of influence so when the devil launches an attack on them they remain naked and there is nothing to help and protect them one policy can come and destroy the workings of god within a territory because there is no defense system that comes through relationships even being a partaker of a grace it comes through relationships ye are all partakers of my grace what was the basis of our being exalted and seated with christ today ephesians 1 and ephesians 2 it is on account of that which jesus did and our connecting to him by accepting the gospel of salvation the holy spirit now came as that seal and today we can dare to say we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We can say we are ambassadors. We can say we are this. We are one with Christ because of that relationship. Let me tell you this. You have to go and sit down today and be intentional about relationships in your life. Otherwise, I give you a guarantee. The next 10 years of your life will look like what it is now. Believers are not taught this. We look for money and ignore relationships we look for jobs and ignore relationships we look for every other thing i have learned and i still continue to learn the power the irrefutable role and ministry of strategic destiny relationships in your life my dear people, anybody that teaches you to ignore what I'm saying hates you with passion more than Satan. Because your life will never rise if you do not understand relationships. Believers must be taught this. The first relationship being your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Then your relationship with strategic people. Then your relationship with systems and structures. Now, not just individuals. Systems and structures it will now make your christian experience rich it will make your christian experience profitable i teach you this because i love you it's a burden that has come to my heart believers need to be equipped we need this tea and bread christianity tea and bread christianity you need to be apostolic in your approach about christianity this is where your maturity comes from for as long as your head is down and all you are looking for is what I will eat, tea and bread. Oh, I now I bought a shoe. God is faithful. I bought one shirt. God is faithful. Thank God for that. But that is too childish. When you begin to rise and grow and you become apostolic in your approach, what happens to your environment? Look at Zaria, for instance. It is sad and unfortunate. We are still going to pray. You can see the gradual prevalence of evil beginning to rise. You know, evil comes like rain. You know how rain falls? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, until it becomes an avalanche. But in the name of Jesus, may there be priests within this territory that can stay the power of darkness. Victory over every territory happens at the instance of king priest prophet that tripartite formation is god's order for victory at a territorial level
the kings are the executors they are the ones who do it physically in this case we can say the army in this case we can say the government but there has to be priesthood and we have to be prophets prophets give guidance priests mediate between god and most times the prophets are also the priests we cannot ignore this tripartite formation if we want to excel and stay the power of darkness there may be people who may be there warding of darkness but there must be priests who are praying lord give discernment give discernment give discernment and in one moment you will hear that they've they've swept a group of people a military man who has no business going somewhere but because the priests are praying something will nudge him and say let me go there let me check this and before you know it that is victory for people believers hear me we must step up the ministry of priesthood with understanding don't just sit down and be listening to the news and saying wow are you hearing what is happening in kaduna state are you hearing what is happening in zaria you know you've been taught better than this don't wait for any group to call you to pray imagine if anna the prophetess was waiting for a group to pray for jesus jesus will never arrive you wake up in the night and you are not praying tea and bread prayer lord in the name of jesus i saw the other shoe that day are you going to keep watching me like this he that did not withhold his son that is childishness god wants to give you all things don't get me wrong but let me tell you the truth let's not sit down with that 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 amateur approach to christianity while darkness is plotting do not make the mistake of esther when her man was plotting the death in her man's blueprint everybody plus esther was going to die i hope you know that it was not just those outside the plan was to start with those outside then when he's done with them he will now search for the jews that are within the palace and if possible i'm sure her man also planned to kill the king do you know why because when the king said what shall be done to a man he said let him carry the king's horse and the king's royal robe out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks that means he had been eyeing that let me finish with all these people one day can i tell you this evil and wickedness is always pregnant what you see is not all there is there is always more do not suffer long with evil do not suffer long with wickedness it is always pregnant you give it room it will hurt many other things that a day came god himself said i regret making man because the imaginations in his heart has no end he will keep fabricating one evil upon another that means believers must pray prayer department pray we have a contribution individuals pray that you can take on two days to fast and there is nothing in that prayer request that is you you are praying for the peace of jerusalem lord we fortify the spiritual borders over a territory don't wait for men of god to come and do it for you don't wait for prayer groups they are doing their best but it's a corporate assignment that every believer in christ has the purpose of rights is for responsibility if you know only your right in christ is not balanced you must know your responsibility in christ hallelujah yes I plan before I leave this city to bow my knees and bow my heart to God and say, Father, over this city, remember your covenant. 
even though we see destruction looming the wickedness in the hearts of people continue to multiply as far as we are concerned you can be secured and protected you have both the physical and all kinds of arsenals to protect you esther was not exposed she was protected being queen but mordecai said let me tell you what you see happening just because it has not come near you does not mean it will not come he said esther you have the power to do something now use your influence and use the time you have with the king to quickly advocate something that changes this narrative otherwise when they are done with us they will come for you and esther said i'm ready but here's what i want you to do please declare fast we need to handle this from the realm of the spirit first you know the king the king is bounded by laws i can't go to the king like this i would die set up a fast even me although i'm in the palace i will also fast what a woman i can imagine her removing all those golden things and throwing it and taking up her prayer shawl and putting it and saying i'm a jew listen a general can wear jalabia a general can wear uh, uh, three quarter and a singlet and be taking fresh air but the moment there is the sound of war he goes into the house the next person you see come out is not shots again he comes up with his task showing that look oh, it is time for war but many believers are not like that you are hearing the sound of war and you cross your leg and say God you raised the apostle he will pray somewhere it's a deception please let me tell you this if you don't pay attention to what I'm saying you'll be surprised may God forbid that one day your child will leave home and not come back again don't wait until it gets to that day there is nowhere that is physically protected on its own it takes the corporate prayer of the saints a gate cannot protect you my dear ones if the Lord does not build a house they labor in vain that build it if the Lord does not watch over a city the watchmen watch it but in vain it is vain to wake up early in the morning to sleep late in the night was Jericho not fortified Jericho was fortified five chariots could not stand when they saw the enemies moving around they just fortified it and said don't mind them these guys are just joking to break this wall they didn't know that the wall can sink those guys were not moving around for the wall to open it was for it to sink so don't look at your physical fortification and say my father is a military man uh, my father is a policeman thank God for that but you are going to have to pray and say Lord for the sake of the elect for the sake of your program Zaria and Kaduna state has been a place that has a role to play in the history of the move of God in our civilization Lord preserve your name preserve your name preserve your name that is the apostolic approach to kingdom advance Once upon a time, all these demonic things were happening across small regions. There were many regions in this nation where it looked like they were free. Now, every there is no region to be spared. Am I wasting your time? In 2017, or was it 18? I had a vision of what is happening now and I stood on this same platform and I told you people that I saw this thing 
we kept praying we kept pushing i told you that i saw this i remember one time i got up from a very terrible vision and i said zaria now we have to pray And if you are thinking that the goal is to run away, you are joking. I've, I've told you the. Remember um, the 127 provinces. There was no place that was spared. But because of Esther's selflessness, everywhere was preserved. When I saw that vision, I kept praying. I said, Lord, show us mercy. And we kept praying. Believers, listen to me. Do not lose the intelligence that has kept this city peaceful. This city was not peaceful just because the devil did not want to attack it. It took altars and covenants and ordinances to keep the gate of this city closed spiritually. I do not know why we are allowing it to open now, but it needs to close again. Hear what I'm telling you. Gates do not close just because you want them to close or open. There is something called the key of David. With that key, you can shut a door that no man. Revelation 3 verse 8. Give it to us. We are going to pray before we do the impartation. You need to learn intelligence. This is not about saying I am a man of God. Please. You prove your grace by the result that comes. This is not issue of titles. Everybody now is a general. Everybody is a general. A little boy who just gets born again is yet to even get his balance with the Holy Ghost. I am a general. This is why the devil keeps destroying us. A general is not one who is old in the army. A general is one who has been promoted. Not around. Promoted. 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 Go to verse 7. Revelations 3, 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, This thing saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David. It says, he that openeth. And once he opens from the realm of the spirit, on earth here, there is no man who has the ability to shut it. And if that person shuts it, no man has the ability to open God is able to give men this key so that you can stand in partnership with the military, in partnership with civil defense, in partnership with government, while they are doing what they are doing in the field. We are standing. We are not just sitting down helpless and waiting. No. We lock that spiritual border and we declare that God's people be fortified. And all of a sudden you find out we provoke the elements of nature to begin to work in partnership. Did the stars not fight for Deborah? God gave us dominion over these things. So that someone sits down and is planning evil. And by evening, he does not know what comes upon him. The earth opens and swallows him. When that happens to three people, they know that something is at work. Can I tell you this? By the grace of God, by the grace of God, I have a bit of a relationship with most of our military people around this nation and I can tell you this. Most of these people who unleash mayhem, they have a solid system of demonic priesthood 
that backs them. They have a system of priesthood that is an altar that remains there. And then they have a system like an ark that goes with them to war. I can tell you this. It is not only weapons they carry. <clears throat> there are altars they carry. If you see them unleash mayhem within a territory, they send the priest first. The priests have verified the spiritual lukewarmness and the priest brought back results. Listen, when Haman was about to launch an attack, listen carefully. When Haman was about to launch an attack, they went and used divination and divination gave them the date. They waited until the constellations matched something in the air. They said attack on that day. Attacks don't just happen anyhow. These men are in partnership with the realm of the spirit. If it's by human strength, military might is more than enough to finish them. There is an advantage manipulating the laws of the spirit. This is where dominion comes in. We are not only talkatives. Now is the time where we must translate the reality of this life of God that is in us. It's easy to talk. But there must be results are you learning something here let me show you one scripture before we pray are you learning isaiah 62 shalom shalom jerusalem peace be to you when messiah comes to take us home May His praise be found in you. Isaiah 62. We are reading from 1 to 4. For Zaria's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest. Until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness. And the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. Next verse. And the Gentiles shall see my righteousness. And all kings thy glory. And thou shalt be called by a new name. Which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Verse 3. Verse 3. Thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of God. A royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Verse 4. It says, Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken. Neither shall thy land be no more termed desolate. But thou shalt be called Hephzibah. And thy land Beulah. Why? For the Lord delighted in thee. And thy land shall be married. This is prophecy. For Jerusalem's sake. God is saying, I want to move. But there is a law that I'm bound by. I honor my word more than my name. There is so much I can do. Go and read your Bible and see when two angels use hailstone physically. By the morning, men were already dead. Go and read the days of Jehoshaphat. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye prosper. Believe in his prophet, so shall believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. His prophet, so shall you prosper. And they began to sing and dance. And the Lord laid ambushment and they started killing themselves until the last person helped to kill one another. Can I tell you this? 
My Bible says the things that are written aforetime, they are for our learning. To know that if Jesus did it yesterday, he is still as powerful. The trouble is that there is a lot of ignorance in the body of Christ. As far as the apostolic model of kingdom advance, winning cities and winning territories. Look at the nation of Israel. When Pharaoh began to follow them, the Bible says a pillar of fire came by night, a pillar of cloud. These were not parables. This was Old Testament. Today we jump around New Testament, New Testament, and we're not seeing anything at all. And yet the Bible says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and tomorrow, forever. As for me, oh, I know I'm not called to do everything, but that which I've been anointed to do, may we do it and stand for it in life and in death. But let it never be that God would have wasted wisdom upon us. That God would have wasted anointing on us. That God would have wasted power on us. Destiny is beckoning. The times that we live in, there is a call for an army. We keep singing army, break every chain, army, and we have refused to rise. No man that warreth entangles himself with civilian affairs. When there is no war, an army can rest and take fresh air. But the moment you begin to hear the sound, let the army people get up. Let the priests get up. Now is the time to remove away gold and chains and throw it away. And everybody carry your prayer shawl. Everybody carry your priesthood. I mean in the spirit. And be in a position where you are ready. Those who are mandated to hold on the four horns of the altar, get to your formation and begin to pray. Those who are raised to be intercessors, get on your formation and begin to pray. Those who are prophets, don't sit down just talking about people's, you have this, you have that. It's time to open your eyes and see and feed the priest with what you see so that they can change it or allow it. Listen to me, we're about to pray. Now is the time for the kings. The kings involve all those who are directly involved with men. The businessmen, be on your formation to supply financial resources, media, arts and entertainment, career people. When we begin to put this formation like an army, then we are ready for this battle. But if we just sit down cold and you are saying, I'm alright, all that is in my mind is marriage, all that is in my mind is children, is it not where you are alive that you can think of those things? There are many of us here Our families And our relatives Do not have this level of spiritual intelligence They do not have this apostolic blueprint for kingdom advance Now is the time To be the salt of the earth Something is happening to the earth When it says you are the salt of the earth It means you have the grace to preserve The grace to preserve We are going to start our prayer with five minutes of intercession. Five minutes of heartfelt, five minutes of serious intercession. What is our project? This nation. But more particularly our region. We are going to pray over Zaria.
and we are going to declare by the power of the Holy Spirit under a corporate anointing to say thus far have you come no further shall you go we are priests and we are kings lift your voice and begin to pray 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 agree pray a threefold cord cannot be easily broken we are standing under a corporate anointing keep whatever difference you have and let us pray this is not the issue of denomination this is not the issue of where you are coming from stand upon your watch set yourself upon the power we pray for the peace of this city. We declare the name of Jesus. In 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 the name of Jesus. We're about to pray. A scripture just came to my spirit. Second Chronicles 7. We'll start from verse 13. Second Chronicles 7. If I shut up the heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. Next verse. If my people which are called by my name the first thing they need to do is humble themselves and number two you cannot get deliverance with pride you must humble yourself in sackcloth and ashes and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven i will forgive their sins and heal their land we are going to pray a prayer of mercy over this land corporate mercy Lord, let mercy triumph over judgment. Whatever is the legal access that has authorized darkness over our territory, we lift the banner of the blood. We lift the banner of mercy as a corporate people. We as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ as responsible citizens mercy lift your voice and pray all of those make sure you are praying
Mercy, oh God. Mercy, oh God. Mercy upon our land. Mercy upon our cities. Mercy upon every region of this state. Mercy. Let it triumph over judgment. Let it triumph over judgment. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, I plead the blood, the blood. Eternal saving blood I don't have to cry You have paid the price We bleed the blood We bleed the blood We bleed the blood We bleed the blood The blood Eternal blood Saving blood, we don't have to cry for you have paid the price. The blood of Jesus, listen, the Bible says, blotting out every handwriting and ordinances that spoke against us. You blot them with the blood. He said he nailed them to his cross. Are you ready to pray? Every covenant with the elements of nature and the supernatural within this region that has made the gates of this city to be open will come by the ordinance of the blood and with decree and declare lose your hold lose your hold Jesus. Look up please. We are going to engage the ministry of angels. Hear me? Every time there was warfare, men did not fight alone. Are they not ministering spirits sent 
to minister to they that be the heirs of salvation who are going to engage their ministry across the length, the breadth, the east and the west of this city by the privilege of priesthood and by the privilege of being seated with Christ I'd like you to declare we release the ministry of angels and there was war in heaven Satan that great Jacob he fought for Michael Michael prevailed over him and there was no more space for him we engage the ministry of angels. We engage the ministry of angels. We engage the ministry of angels. We release them over Zaria. We release them over Katuna State. The ministry of angels. Angelic ministry in the name of Jesus. Angelic ministry bringing deliverance. I hope you are not tired of praying. Now look up, please. We are going to pray for everybody who is currently under the custody of any evil doer in any forest or anywhere we are going to declare God of vengeance arise arise God of vengeance arise in your power like the man of war that you are bring deliverance bring deliverance spirit of fear. Fear is the usher that leads every other spirit into a city. Fear. And to deliver them who through fear have all their lifetime been subject to bondage. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. 
my brothers and, and sisters, fear is not just a psychological phenomenon. Fear is a spirit. Are you ready to cast that spirit out of every home? Now you see people living in fear. Nothing is happening, but they are already in fear. Reject it and cast that spirit out of this region. Out of this region. Fear, we rebuke you. We call you by name. We cast you by God of heaven. for your family. Father, we have a covenant of peace. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. The Bible says he keepeth his bones and none is lost. I'd like you to declare over your family if you can mention every member of your family, extended family, nucleus family, bring them under the covering of the blood. 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 the name of the Lord just two or three more prayer points were done now in as much as everywhere we are praying for everywhere but just permit my bias in one minute we are going to pray for the entire Kaduna state but particularly the southern part of Kaduna we are going to lift up our voices to pray and say Lord we declare let there be an advance of the army of heaven to bring peace, lift up your voice and pray. Intercede for the southern part of Kaduna State. The sound of war, the sound of bloodshed, the sound of death. May it not be heard. 
God in those regions again. The sound of destruction, the sound of mayhem. Oh God, arise for your name's sake. Arise for your name's sake. In the name of Jesus, praise the name of the Lord. Now, you're going to focus on yourself. We have prayed, we've interceded for the land. The Lord has had our prayer in Jesus' name. It's time to focus on yourself. Genesis 26, from verse 13. Genesis 26, please media help us. This was Isaac in a time of famine in a time of turbulence here was his destiny and the man works great and did what went forward and grew until he became very great next verse for he had possessions of flocks herds and a great store of servants and the philistines envied him give us verse 13 again if you are not interested in the prayer, don't pray. But let me tell you this. You are going to pray. Three things happen to this man. One, he works great. Two, he went forward. Three, he grew. These three things in this season, in spite of what is happening, I receive them. They must happen in my life. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Believers, pray. Whatsoever Adam called it, that was the name thereof. Lift your voice and pray. Please lift your scripture there so that people can pray. I was great. I go forward. I was great. In the name of Jesus, I go forward. I keep growing. Increasing. 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 By the power of the Holy Ghost. Prophesy, it will be as you are saying. I was straight in the name of Jesus. I go forward. I go forward. Spiritually forward. Financially forward. Are you prophesying? goes forward. Forward, increasing in soul winning, increasing in the transformation of the saints, increasing in empowering believers. Hallelujah. 
In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Psalm 91. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Next verse. I will say of the Lord, He is not only my Savior, but He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Next verse, please. Surely He will deliver me from the snare of the faller. And from the noisome pestilence. Next verse. He shall cover me with his feathers. And under his wings shall I trust. His truth shall be my shield and buckler. Uh -huh. I shall not be afraid of terror by night. There is a timing to this kind of terror. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day next verse nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor the destruction that wasted at noonday next verse a thousand shall fall by my side and ten thousand by my right side but it shall not come near me next verse only with my eyes shall i see and behold the reward of the wicked let me add two scriptures in one we'll do it finally and then we'll do the impartation job 5 job 5 19 job 5 19 give us job 5 19 job chapter 5 and verse 19 he shall deliver thee in six troubles yea in seven there shall no evil touch you trouble number one next verse media let's work together please in farming he shall redeem thee from death and in war from the power of the sword so it is not the sword that is powerful there is a spiritual power behind the sword thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue do you know that the tongue is a weapon people have used it to kill it says you shall be hid from the scourge of the tongue neither shall thou be afraid of destruction when it cometh at destruction and famine thou shall laugh it says neither shall thou be afraid of the beasts of the earth why for thou shalt be in league the word league means partnership with the stones of the field the stones of the field represent the elements of nature that nobody will be able to use whether sand or water or any activity of darkness to conjure anything against you because when they do it you are already in partnership your dominion is your partnership with those things 
and the beast of the field shall be at peace with thee are you ready to pray i decree and declare supernatural protection preservation advancement go ahead and pray go ahead and pray <laughs> In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 60, Isaiah 60, verse 14 and 15. The Holy Ghost just put one scripture in my heart. Isaiah 60, 14, 15. The sons of them that afflicted thee shall come bending unto thee. And all they that despise thee shall bow themselves down at the sole of your feet. They shall call thee the city of the Lord. The Zion of the Holy One of Israel. 15. Whereas thou hast been forsaken and hated. It says so that no man went through thee. I will make thee an eternal excellency. And a joy of many generations. I don't know what family you are coming from. And what evil and drama surrounds your family. What hatred and prayer for your downfall is being prayed by wicked people. But I stand before you this night. And I declare that the Lord stands by you like a mighty terrible warrior. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen. Believers. When we engage truth with understanding. We can stand in that confidence. Hallelujah. In the next five to ten minutes, you're going to be receiving an impartation of grace. Why are you receiving what you're receiving? Two reasons. Number one, because new levels and new dimensions will require higher levels of grace. In ministry, in business, in advancing the course of your destiny. Grace and peace can be multiplied. Then number two, listen carefully. Number two, the second reason why you need the anointing is found in Psalm 89 verse 20. Psalm 89 verse 20. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil I have anointed him. Why? He says, with whom my hand shall be established. And my arm shall also strengthen him. This is also why I am anointing him. That the enemy shall not exert upon him. Nor the son of wickedness afflict him. There is immunity that the anointing brings to the anointed. 
when a governor is in office or a president even when you want to probe them you wait until they are done because their office has an immunity this is how it is as a believer there is a spiritual immunity that you are being grafted into Christ and exalted through knowledge gives to you I will beat down his force before his face and plague them that hate him 24 but my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him and in my name shall his horn your horn talks of your influence multiplication of that grace so as the anointing of the holy spirit comes upon you i want you to know that is empowering you for next levels of kingdom relevance kingdom assignment you see the power of light in the presence of gross darkness are we blessed pray one minute and ask the lord supernatural supernatural grace please help them i like you to pray let it be from the depth of your heart lord i open my spirit for new dimensions in the spirit go ahead and pray the journey that is before you you cannot achieve it with this level of grace you will need an upgrade an upgrade an upgrade of the prophetic an upgrade of the prayer mantle an upgrade of the grace for signs and wonders Hallelujah. Every time the Lord is just leading me to start by speaking this prayer. During my birthday, my birthday periods are moments of encounter with God where I have the privilege of receiving supplies of graces for the new level of my life and the new level of the assignment and every time god gives me a, a word there's nothing he does outside of his word and i i prayed it and declared it over abuja already i know you received by faith but the lord is telling me to start with this joshua 3 and verse 7 this was the word the lord gave me for the next season and the lord said to joshua this day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel that they may know that as I was with Moses so will I be with you chapter 4 verse 16 4 verse 6 or 16 let me see 6 Let me look for it. We have to find it because we are going to pray. And the Lord magnified Joshua in the sight of all Israel. The fulfillment of that prophecy. 14. I meant to say 414. I beg your pardon. On that day, the Lord magnified Joshua in the sight of all Israel. And they feared him as they feared Moses all the days of his life. I pray and I prophesy over you 
in the name that is above all names. This grace that magnifies, may that grace rest upon you now. This grace that can lift a man beyond the natural level. In the name of Jesus, Abarakatosha Lekatebaria, Embragatakatabarakatoshka Lebretika Pariata. It does not matter your background, it does not matter whether you are male or female, it doesn't matter your age or level. I stand in the name of Jesus by the power of priesthood and prophecy. May that grace rest upon you now. May the Lord begin to magnify you. Help them, please. In the presence of your contemporaries, may the Lord begin to magnify you in the presence of your enemies. May the Lord begin to magnify you in the presence of naysayers. May the Lord may the Lord begin to magnify you in the presence of everyone that looked down on you. I call upon the God of my covenant. May he arise and magnify you in this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. spirit man that needs to be unleashed in this season gifts of prophecy prophetic dimensions every gift that is locked in in the name of Jesus upon that candle I light fire on it now upon that prophetic candle I light fire on it upon that candle of your mind I light fire on it Every dormant gift, every dormant dimension that needs to be used for kingdom come and for the advancement of your life, I set it on fire right now. Neither do men light a lamp and put it under a bushel. Neither do men light a lamp and put it under a bushel. Let me pray for you. Every power that has trapped your destiny and has refused to let you go forward in the name of Jesus Christ, I push you by prophecy. Go forward. Go forward. Greater exploits. Go forward. Go forward. Koinonia. Go forward. Saria. Go forward. stranger coming to you in your dreams, coming to you in your visions, disturbing the peace of God on your life. Some of you, they are images your parents saw and is still looking for you. They will not let you go. But, but in the name of Jesus, I declare any stranger disturbing you, using the realm of dreams or the realm of the spirit, we declare they are destroyed now. Destroyed now. Destroyed now.
Hear me. Look at me. You see the way people are dying anyhow. Don't be afraid of death. But you must have spiritual intelligence. I want to pray for you. Don't worry if you have loved a loved one. No problem. But stand in faith. Please receive this prophecy. You see, these things come. God sends us as instruments of preservation. But many people do not listen. I want to pray for you. Anyone here appointed unto death. That in the realm of the spirit they have already finished. That your face must touch the earth in death. I declare right now. If that spirit is hovering around the life and the family of anyone under the sound of my voice. Be delivered now. Help them please. Be delivered now. Be delivered now. Be delivered now. Any vehicle that has been programmed by darkness to be the instrument of death for your life, whether it's by air or by road, I declare, may you never see that vehicle. As you pray, listen to me. I want to pray something on your life that I've not prayed in a long time. Listen, there is a grace for ease. Look up, please. By your logic, if, if they're under the anointing, just carry them and keep them somewhere quietly there. Look at me. When you find it difficult to open a padlock, or rub surfaces against another you bring either oil as you rub that oil there what happens suddenly you will see ease there is a grace that brings ease many of us the way you are struggling with your life you can't give god glory that way financial struggle struggle to do little things something you can just take a step and achieve you will labor and labor and labor labor is good but it's labor that is empowered by the grace of God that works I pray for you I don't know what is responsible for hardship some of you they are family covenants you love God but things never come easy I don't care how long that covenant has stayed in your life and your family. First of all, the covenant of hardship, let it be broken now. Whether you come from the north, whether you come from the south, whether you come from the east or the west, the middle belt, wherever, I declare the covenant of hardship, let it be broken now. Listen, many of you will be surprised by this simple prayer I'm praying for you. The way the lines will begin to fall for you in pleasant places. May this grace rest on you now. Take that grace. The grace for ease. Take that grace. The grace for ease. With little effort you will achieve so much. 
Hallelujah. I want to pray for you. Look at me. One of the end time requirements in this season for your safety, your preservation, and your lifting is the spirit of discernment. Listen. Evil never comes as evil. It comes carrying the same regalia of good. You will need the seeing eye and the hearing ear to know when it is God calling you or when it is trouble calling you. Strong meat belongs to them who are of full age, who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern. There are many people evil quoted itself in a beautiful door and called them into it. And sincerely they walked into it only to enter and find out it was a trap. Are you ready to receive? I want to pray for you. Many of you, God used to show you things with your dreams, but your spiritual carelessness destroyed that platform. Now you no longer see. For some of you, it's your hearing. You hear with precision. I'm not talking of being a prophet. Being a sound believer. Some of you is just a knowing. What men like Papa Hagen will call the knowing of the spirit. You can just sense that there is danger. But now you just walk into trouble with your eyes open. There are others God will show you scriptures. You're just sitting quietly and a scripture will come. To pray for discernment there needs to be an activation. Of those dormant platforms. I pray for you now. Whether it is your dream that has been corrupted or manipulated, let it be purified right now. I'm praying for dreams now. Everyone here that God has anointed your dream to be a prophetic channel of spiritual communication and it has been aberrated, corrupted, or polluted, let it be purified now. Seeing error in dreams, no more seeing deception in dreams. Every close spiritual ear that will not hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, or you are hearing haziness, you will hear this today, hear that tomorrow. I declare clarity of perception now. Hear me. My dear people, listen. We have a few minutes, but I want you to listen to me. For many of you, the next level of your life will depend on the accuracy of your hearing and your discerning. God can be telling you, move here. And you keep moving and keep excelling. But the day he now says, move left and you can't hear, you will be surprised that your inability to navigate through this path can cancel what you have done for 10 years just because you could not hear. There are people who have done so much for the kingdom, but simply because they could not hear well. Just one lack of instruction. Isaac, do not go with them. Stay and sow in the land. That was it. And Isaac sowed in the land and received that same year and hundredfold. Hear me. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man. Walking in the senses and walking in the flesh 
is the most dangerous thing for your spiritual life in this season. Because Satan is the master of the sense and the flesh realm. Everybody is doing this. You too, you do it. Everybody is going this direction. You too, you do. Everybody can be wrong. God only defends what he sent you to do. God only defends where he told you to go. God only defends what he tells you to do. Whatsoever he says to do, you do. Be careful. Don't let men push you into things out of pressure that is not the will of God. And you destroy and make a shipwreck of a beautiful destiny because there was no discernment. In the name of Jesus. And hear me. Look up please. Do you know one of the greatest ways the devil manipulates and destroys people is in the area of discernment. Satan can come and appear as an angel of light and give you messages that are not of God. But because they look spiritual, you can, re you can hold on to it and remain at that level of your life forever. Satan knows that the things you see and hear, you will believe. So he will manipulate these perceptions. I pray for you. If there is any spirit around your life masquerading as the Holy Spirit and telling you things that look like God but is not of God, I expose that spirit this night. This is a simple prayer, but you will see the deliverance it will bring to people. Most of the error that people get into come from perceived perceptions of spirits. A strange spirit that speaks like the Holy Ghost. And you write all kinds of things believing it is the Holy Spirit, whereas it's not the one. Again, I pray for you and I declare the grace to only hear what God is saying. The God of the Bible. May that grace rest on you now. Let me pray over your finances. Please listen to me. Koinonia, hear me. We are products of the grace and the mercy and the intelligence of God. I have taught you most of the things you need to know and learn to at least begin your journey. And I have been a very vocal advocate about the necessity of the supplies of the kingdom in the life of a believer. To help that believer be efficient in his own life and then in actualizing destiny. Destiny depends on economy also. Are we together? And when the devil grounds you economically speaking, many of you, the only thing you hear is wrong businesses. It's the devil. You are finishing one trouble, you are getting into another. You are finishing one trouble, you are getting into another. You are finishing one trouble, you are getting into another. The Lord is my shepherd. You need to embrace that shepherd ministry of the Holy Spirit. As I pray for you now, I want you to receive that grace. It is true that the value that you provide and all that you do adds up into your empowerment. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to pray for you. Brothers and sisters, people of God, listen to me. I know what it means to be helped by God. The Lord can help men. His name is Ebenezer. God can help you. He did not leave us to sojourn alone. 
if the Lord had not been on our side now may Israel say it is not all about business or a job those things are wonderful but in this kingdom both believers and unbelievers know there is a threshold level of the blessing of God that you cannot cross by the strength of the flesh you must be assisted by the realm of the spirit whether demonically or by the Holy Ghost and I want to pray for you God has shown mercy to us as his stewards and he has shown mercy even to this ministry you can only give what you have you cannot give what you do not have it's a silver and gold I do not have but such as I have give I unto you I want to pray for you do not reject the grace that commands the assistance of God especially in the area of supplies you will need it for your life no matter how conservative you are ignoring this supply is only a matter of time your life will go through such casualty that it may completely derail you spiritually why does God help men so that he can reveal to us that he loves us so that he can help us accelerate as far as our path of destiny is concerned God can lift you you don't have to be in America and UK except if it's the geography of your lifting right from where you are once you can obtain mercy from God he's able to help you you've heard me say in this kingdom that who hates you does not matter at all but who loves you absolutely matters to your rising at the very least before you learn value and learn all the principles of being productive God can start by helping you and he will help you by connecting you to someone who is sent by God to your life it's not everybody who comes to your life with strings attached there are sincere people sent by God their assignment is to hold your hand and take you out of shame and reproach there is nobody who outgrows needing a helper it's not a license for laziness but it takes time to learn the principles that make for established economic empowerment but whilst you are on that journey god can succor the process by bridging you and bringing mercy somebody can just like you and say do you know what god sent me to your life to help you if you don't believe this you will suffer in this life i am telling you if you are depending on your skill then get ready to be blessed the next five or ten years when you would have slowly gone through the rudiments of understanding value and understanding all of these things being productive it is not a license for laziness it's a system of advantage that we have as believers i want to pray for you god can favor men Ebenezer can help men father you have shown your son mercy oh mercy mercy that will take me many lifetimes to say thank you mercy that will take me many lifetimes to say thank you you have shown this great ministry mercy mercy that for the rest of our lives we will live to say thank you I pray, oh God, whenever you send a light and a word to Jacob, it is because of Israel. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. In this season, this same grace, may that grace speak for you now.
May the grace that channels help us. May the grace that channels lift us. May that grace locate you now. In the name of Jesus. Hear me. By this impartation I declare. May shame and reproach. Financially speaking. Live your life now. I pray for you. If you are in any kind of financial trouble right now, you are in debt or you are in any kind of financial trouble that is holding you down by the power of prophecy, come out of it now. Come out of it now. I don't care how you got into the trouble. I bring you the ministry of God's mercy. Come out of it now. Hear me. The kind of resources that will accelerate your establishment so that it will give you room to serve the Lord in peace. May that grace rest on you now. Every distraction that lack and insufficiency, that begging and borrowing, that talking and thinking and idolizing money is bringing to your life. By this grace, let it be cancelled now. Wherever the helpers of your destiny are, whether it's in this state, whether they are around where you come from, or outside of this nation, by the power that raised Christ from the dead, I call them to your life now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The final prayer for you is the grace that keeps your hunger level. Your hunger level. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. Hear me. It is dangerous to take God casually in this season. We are in the end times. Your spiritual understanding, your passion for the house of God. Don't sit down and say, only when apostle is here in Koinonia, that's the devil deceiving you to destroy you. Everything that makes for getting knowledge, everything that makes for the corporate gathering of the saints, everything that makes for iron sharpening iron, everything that makes for increased contact with grace, that should be your passion in these last days. I pray for you. The hunger for prayer, the hunger for fasting, the hunger for the study of the word, may that grace come upon you now. Every negative association in your life that was programmed by hell to lead you down, I declare be separated from it now. In a time where people are taking spiritual things carelessly, I pray for you. May your fire remain on top. And let me speak over Koinonia Zaria. It doesn't matter whether I'm around or not. The most important person is the God of the Bible. God has raised and trained mighty and marvelous men and even women of God in this ministry. Almost every great leader in this ministry 
is equivalent to a, a spiritual leader having his own work himself. The kind of training and the kind of building you have received. Trust the things that you are hearing. It doesn't matter who is preaching. It doesn't matter who is talking. They are ministering under a corporate grace. Under a corporate anointing. I want you to submit yourselves to listen, to learn. And can I tell you this? May the fire of soul winning and evangelism and drawing believers to be planted in the house of God. May that fire be reignited now. Let it never be that for two full weeks, nobody got saved through your life. You did not bring anybody to church. Nobody came to the house of God. I'm praying for you. Every laxity, every fear, everything that makes you, don't let people go to hell while you are there. Whether you are on campus, any of the campuses or around, there are so many souls to be saved. There are these young people who just got admission into the polytechnics, the campus. Those, those people should not just be going forward 100 level, 200 level and they don't know the Lord. Someone got you saved by the Spirit and brought you to be what you are now. I pray for you. The fire for evangelism afresh. Let it rest upon the house. The fire of soul winning, the fire of ingathering, may that fire rest upon you now. Now in the name of Jesus, I stand by the apostolic, I'm speaking over the city now. I stand by the apostolic and the prophetic and I declare over Zaria. Zaria, hear the word of the Lord. Whatever open your gate spiritually to allow an influx, I stand by the rod of the prophetic and the apostolic. Those spiritual borders are closed now. Those spiritual borders are closed now. And every stranger in this land who has found his way here for the purpose of killing, stealing and destruction this night as we sleep may the angel of death move across the length and the breadth of this city like it happened in the days of Pharaoh may people sleep tonight and not wake up by tomorrow by the power of the Holy Ghost we empower the military we empower the police. We empower the civil defense. May God give them the eyes to locate the places that need to be located for the safety of God's people. For those who have been kidnapped all across this city, in the name of Jesus we declare, by the power of the Holy Spirit, may they be released now. We pray for every church here in Zaria. Doesn't matter the denomination. Doesn't matter the pastor. We pray every church in Zaria is safe and secure. We pray for every citizen in Zaria. Whether Christian or Muslim, everybody has a right to life. We declare may the God of heaven protect everyone. We pray for all those who represent government at this level. May God give them wisdom. May they have the integrity of heart 
to not compromise because of money every of our military forces that are standing day and night to protect us may the God of heaven also protect them we pray for our police we pray for the civil defense paramilitary including all the vigilante groups whether new extension down to Sabo down to all of the places they are supernaturally protected in Jesus name and hear me in the name that is above all names everything that is for trouble in this city and in this state the same way it came we drive it out of this city by extension we pray for all the states within the north central the northeast the northwest we extend it down to the east the south south the southwest every part of this nation we declare in the name of jesus christ may god restore the dignity of living in the name of jesus but as for you i assure you by god that you're under a solid prophetic covering may nothing bring fear you have a covenant of peace and i declare unto you the fullness of your days you will fulfill every haman that digs a pit for you may they fall into their own pit in jesus name i pray we believe you are mightily blessed to connect with the ministry and get more from apostle joshua selman follow us on facebook and twitter at Koinonia ENI to stream Koinonia live. Go, go to mixella.com forward slash Koinonia hyphen radio and download the teachings on koinoniadownloads.org. For questions and inquiries, call 0814-721-4444 or 0907-777-7853. We love and celebrate you.